With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <coughs> what happened to Dana? Her computer exploded? Her computer... So Dana's computer has randomly decided to stop working. Uh, uh. Hopefully it fires back up and she's back on. But uh, you know what they say in show business. Women can't be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Women can't beat it. Uh, in, in that, so I, I teased just before we started recording here that uh, my fingers stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're setting up, and Tim was like, "God damn, my fingers stink." And uh, he really left us hanging. It's a cliffhanger mm. for us. So I'd like to give you the big reveal here. Uh, sure. And it's going to be <laughs> worth it for sure. I yeah. was just cleaning uh, my eaves troughs. Okay. Is that what you're calling uh, it these days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What'd you find in there? Yeah. So we were talking on the <laughs> a bunch of sticks. <laughs> oh, stinky sticks. Mm. Stinky sticks and sand. And yeah. leaves. How is there sand in here? There's, there's. It's not like we're walking around on sand. Where's that sand coming from? It's I, from th- the. It's from the. Uh, it's from the roof tiles, shingles from the, the shingles, air. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yes. They shake loose from I, the shingles. Yeah, I cleaned out the eavesdrops on my garage last fall, and it was mm. purely sand. Like it was, uh, like a mm. huge, huge bag of sand. I pulled out of there. Big old bag of sand, hey? Big old bag of sand. Yeah. Mm. So I was cl- cleaning the east shops and it was, everything was going great. You know, it was mostly just dry stuff. There was a bunch of trees growing in there. I was like, yeah. hey, you're evicted. You're evicted. You're evicted. Get out of here. And then I got yeah, to this yeah, one yeah. section of east drops and it was like an absolute toilet up there. Like, <laughs> I don't know if. Fucking human shit. I don't know if humans or birds or like a weird neighbor in the night is sneaking up onto our roof and taking <laughs> wet poops into our eaves trough. <laughs> but it stunk up there. And like I, I clear toilets professionally, you know? <laughs> so I know what a nasty, stinky toilet sound smells like. And this was worse than that. Oh, no. Hmm. It was so bad. Nice. Fall backwards off the ladder, you know. Ooh. When was the last time you cleaned your? Eye? You, be, 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 be. We've never oh. done it. We've never, never done it. Never done it. Should have done okay. it last year. Didn't do it. So this might be somebody might have snuck up there five years ago. Just, Honestly, just laid down a uh, laid down yeah. some cord. <laughs> One big long dump <laughs> that goes the whole width of the eavesdrop. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever do a revenge shit or preemptive no. strike? No, mm. no, I've never well, preemptive I've, strike. I love the preemptive what? strike. Like someone you think is going to wrong you, so you yes. <laughs> 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 turn uh, first. 
how do you how do you what, like where and what what are the circumstances surrounding yeah. a uh, either either a proactive or reactive shit <laughs> what are the circumstances oh yeah. I, well i guess that just depends on your tolerance well, here, level like i would imagine mm. it would be something like mm. something along the lines of like you asked for a shift to be covered but uh-huh. it, but from your coworker, but it wasn't covered okay. no but mm-hmm. but before they can say no you think they're gonna say no so you go and take a dump on their bike or something like that <laughs> <laughs> their bike. and then they say yes so you have to spend that whole shift cleaning up your own <laughs> shit off their yeah. bike <laughs> something like that yeah dump on each pedal <laughs> oh but speaking of preemptive you know shits, Be- oh no never mind yeah I mean, well, so let me just say this. Uh, This is season four, episode 13 of the Hunks podcast. We have an amazing guest joining us shortly. Uh, Did he win the Juno Award? I I think he did. Uh, Mr. Jacob Samuel, we'll be talking to him shortly. Before we get to that, uh, my name is Tim Stinky Fingers Gray. I'm Dana Preemptive Shit Smith. I'm Matt Regular Nightingale. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Rory. Only emergency shits follows. <laughs> <laughs> These are for emergency use only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're behind. They're behind glass, and there has to be a fire. <laughs> I like. I don't want. I don't want this podcast. Like Jacob's such a smart comedian. He's such a clever fellow. It would be a shame for this to also be a poopy pee pee episode, but. <laughs> No, I know. That's why I wanted to talk about it beforehand. Sure, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Get it before out of the system. Before we got here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Also, you can't be the guy who's like, I've got a great story about my stinky fingers. Also, we got to rein it in. Yeah. yeah. You can't, <laughs> yeah. can't have it both ways, Yes, Tim. You yeah, can lead Tim. a horse to water, but you can't make that horse take a dump on your chest. <laughs> oh, where am I going with this? <clears throat> take it away, Dana. <laughs> Okay, speaking of preemptive shits though. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to um as you know, we have a we have a roommate now. It's going great. Um yeah. and I was talking to her, you know, it's been great having someone to come home to and just like just like I mean, aside from Tim. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> but someone House has been um, so to talk to lately. about <laughs> about like you know certain stressors and like i've been just like, like a little bit anxious lately thinking about mm. moving you know it's been like uh there's a lot on my mind and mm. there's just a lot that i feel like i need to do and she's like whoa 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 slow down i feel like you're focusing on the wrong things and like making problems for yourself this is just like <laughs> The time that I decided to move to Alberta. And I was like, oh, really? Go on. She's like, yeah. Well, when I was driving, I focused on the fact that I felt like I needed to buy adult diapers (laughs) and wear them in the car for the entire ride, not even realizing that I could pull over (laughs) to go to the bathroom. And she was serious. She didn't think it was funny. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You... You bought adult diapers <laughs> for the twelve-hour drive. <laughs> He's like, oh. well, I bought them, but I didn't use them. But <laughs> because I went to our our professor, and she was like, "You absolutely don't need adult diapers for the twelve-hour drive." <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess you had to be there. It was just. It was more so that she didn't understand how confused I was that. 
that yeah oh, i wish i hadn't brought this up <laughs> no i, I <laughs> it made I, it less special for me no i'm sorry i think you 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 shot yourself down there before we had a chance to truly <sighs> drink that story in. i love the fact that she went to a professor to ask if she should get diapers <laughs> yeah. for the trip not a professional <laughs> trucker who would have insights <laughs> no and then she and then she said to me she's like it's like I just, I thought like I was some kind of trucker. And I'm like, truckers don't do that, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> they go to the bathroom. Sometimes piss jugs. Sometimes. <laughs> you know. Sure. I'm sure in emergency situations. But to pre-plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like she's getting paid by kilo- like by kilometer that she continues moving, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she mentioned <laughs> shitting in, in her, in her diaper. On. Like it wasn't... <laughs> No, it wasn't an emergency. That's how much planned. Uh, before mm-hmm. we get off this topic and join, and our guest joins us, how much um, would you have to get paid per kilometer to drive uh, with a fully loaded diaper? <sighs> talking, we're talking highway number one, okay? Well, I mean, like. <laughs> I feel 40, like you would the, the rate would have to go up per hour. Like the first hour, it's only a certain amount no, because it doesn't. Then I'd well, stop after one hour and cash out. You know, okay, maybe then maybe it does <laughs> because it gets exponentially worse the longer you do it. Yeah. Okay. How about it doubles every one hundred kilometers? <sighs> That's and too you, far. You have, I don't you like have this. five five thousand kilometers coast to coast in Canada. No, I'm just gonna get rashes. No, I'm gonna say they want me to take this dump across the country. Look, I'm coming out of this a millionaire. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Minimum. All right, yeah, yeah. You guys are so stupid. You guys are so fucking stupid. You're like, no. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's like a billionaire offering you billions of dollars to load up a diaper and go coast to coast i thought you just like meant like how much on top of mileage kind of thing you know what i mean like it was like 30 dollars an hour reasonable for gas (laughs) just coming out with 700 bucks (laughs) that's what i was thinking and i'm like i don't think it's worth it personally dollars an hour i was too i was thinking the exact same thing i'm like people don't get paid that much money in this industry tim yeah, like I was thinking this was like a minimum wage economy, like, you know, entry level right. position. And I was like, I want, I want, I'm not taking that job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are the benefits? Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we ready to bring in our guest? Yeah. Get him in here. Uh-huh. All right. No more poo poo talk. <laughs> Tim. Let's go, okay. girls. Well, we are super, super. Yeah, keep that going. Keep that going for the intro. We are super, super excited to have one of the best stand-up comedians in the whole freaking planet. I'm saying it. I'm declaring it now. I'm sure it's already been said before. Uh, Jacob Samuel is an award-winning uh, stand-up comedian. Uh, have you ever heard of a Juno? He has. He has one. You piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> for his uh, debut album, Horsepower, which I got to say is absolutely front-to-back bangers, and I want. I have some questions about it, but we'll see if we have time for that. 
you can he also hear him on the debaters a whole bunch you can see him on lots of great uh the comedy network crave cbc gm he's been in the montreal just for laughs festival the month month the montreal not just for laughs uh the montreal laughs and uh, other stuff and the winnipeg comedy <laughs> festival please welcome to the hunks podcast the very funny mr jacob samuel hello hi hi hey hi, everybody. hello thanks for having me Thank you for being on the. Thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? What do you What have you been up to lately? I love the spread on the wall back there. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Are just those... working on that wall. Yeah, <laughs> working on the wall. <laughs> well, yeah, we so we moved in here a bit over a year ago, and then I go mm. we go through like bursts of hanging stuff up. So like hang mm. a bunch of stuff, and then put the art the other art away. Then I'm like, yeah. no, then I like look at it and. I'm, take it out and then that's how it goes that's how it goes everything happens when it comes to houses and especially when it comes to walls jacob comes in bursts (laughs) yeah okay it happens in bursts you got to embrace the burst when it happens yeah well also um so like because this room is like my office um and because i have this room now there's so much art that i have that my wife's like i don't know if, uh, where i want this and i was like well do it in here then <laughs> i'm not waiting for your decision <laughs> do you yeah, think she was... really doesn't know where she wants it or does she just not want it like i'm just not trying to <laughs> shit on your art some of it she doesn't want but some of it she doesn't know where generally we have the yeah, same taste, yeah um, especially when you have she likes that's handy but, when yeah, you have the uh, the new a new place, it's always so tricky to uh, to to commit to like to how you had your stuff set up before. Yeah, reconfiguring it a whole oh. new wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so hard, and also doesn't feel like your place until you hang stuff up. Yeah, and then you're like storing yeah. stuff that's supposed to go on the wall, like which is yeah. pointless. Yeah, and truthfully, yeah. I think that like one of the most underratedly difficult things. Um, in the entire world (laughs) is creating a gallery wall. Like it requires so much planning, not even just planning, plan, planning, uh, uh, creativity, um, Mm -hmm. uh, like artistic flair and math. It's so friggin' hard. There are some tricks. Ooh. Uh, Like there is, there is this like 57 inch rule where like you try and center everything at 57 inches uh, high. And also, I recently got a, uh, I didn't use it for this, but I got a laser level, which like changes nice. the game. Yeah, mm. big time. But I, I, I don't know how you start because like, I think that you just got to put something up. You have to commit to something and then like you just put yourself in a corner and you try to make it work. That's exactly mm. what I do too, is that I just get one big idea and I, I do it before I can change my mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think you got to go for the drama. Like I always go for the drama. Like I go for what's the biggest, most fucked up thing (laughs) (laughs) I could put on my fucking wall. (laughs) And And turns out it's (laughs) big and fucked up. Oh, Oh, your microphone disconnected. I I can't see what that is. It's it was just a, a giant. Mirror. Yeah, it's a seven foot mirror. Oh no! Is that better? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we can continue. I'll take yeah, of course. that out. Yeah, I figured it out. The fifty-seven inch rule is that like the is that from Heinz or is that? 
<laughs> yes. Like the sauce of the Heinz 57. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's what that's from. Ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need an inch of 57 sauce <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> each picture. It's, it's just one of these like weird like designers are like, this is what looks good. Right, right, right. Maybe it's just peer pressure. I don't know. And no, they're never wrong. Them. I mean, you got to listen to the experts. I, I don't yeah. trust people who discard the experts just because they want to be, you know, their own creative bohemian person. Mm -hmm. No, that's yeah. me. Yeah. I, discard the I discard the experts. Yeah. And well, you know I hate what? you. Well, I know that. We've already discussed this. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be some 58 and 56 yeah. out there uh, who are like this bullshit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is that there's no one size fits all when it comes to houses yeah. and when it comes to apartments and stuff like that. So well, I'll tell you this. in the homes, what? Sorry, sorry, too. That I think I didn't realize in um, in this place is that like so before I only lived in like one bedroom apartments before this, and so with putting stuff in the wall, I, I was just like, yeah, like I'll put a drill in here. Like I didn't think about things. And then for the first time, I like I I put up um like a rack for keys and like mail. Yeah. And then afterwards I like went, I was like, Oh, behind here is like the hot water tank. And like, oh. there could have been pipes in these walls. Like uh, yeah. that realization where you're like, Oh, yes. oh I have to be way more careful. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For you just hammering into water pipes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's hanging a lot of stuff on pipes. Cause <laughs> 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 the, the, the horizontal studs, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the round wet studs. It's just your neighbor <laughs> below you's problem now. <laughs> uh, Jacob, you're on the West Coast, right? Oh, yeah. yeah Are you? Yeah. Well, that's why we got the times right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But Thank are you, you originally from there or did you grow up no. in Ontario? No, no. I'm I'm from Toronto. That's like what I the thought. The city yeah. of Toronto. Yeah, it's proper. Yeah. So I always... I, I don't know if there's anyone who has the... Op there, I think there might be a few people with the opposite thing where like they grew up in Vancouver and did comedy in Toronto, but it's, I, yeah, it's sort of odd because I never, like, I never didn't start comedy at all in Toronto. Like I'm totally really? a Vancouver comedian, wow. but I very much grew up in Toronto. Huh. Did you move to Vancouver for comedy? No, I moved to Vancouver for grad school, but oh. grad school was also an excuse to move somewhere yeah. like, far away where, mm -hmm. I was like, I'll break even financially. Like, this is a good mm. yeah. excuse yeah. to... Yeah. I, I, I didn't know a lot of people in Vancouver. And I went mm. to... When you grew up in Toronto and you go to school, like anywhere in Ontario, any of the big schools, like there's yeah. going to be a ton of people from Toronto there. Right. 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 Hard to escape it. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I, and I started doing comedy about like a year into living here. And then oh. I went back, I, I, I would go back to Toronto and see what it was like. And I was like, oh, this scene in Vancouver is like, it's a much better place to start because yeah. Toronto was vicious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. it was crazy because like in, I don't know, it was like if it, Winnipeg is similar to this, but like in Vancouver, you could get like, you know, on like a, the pro-am night at a comedy club at, when the comedy mix existed here, which was like a great club. Yeah. And you, like as an amateur like a couple months in, you get to do your set in front of like a pretty good audience, and like feel yeah. what it's like. Yeah. 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 Energy, which really is yeah. what keeps you going. Cause you're like, you know, yeah. Yeah. like, Oh, time. I, I, you, you need to chase that. Yes. And then like, and then 
you know, go to Toronto and it's like the club, the, the clubs are like, don't even talk to us. <laughs> or you go yeah. in like the flagship, you know, like with some of the main clubs and it's like empty on a weeknight and it's just like a crappy show. Like, yeah. So it was, I was like right away. I was like, Oh, Vancouver is a pretty uh, good yeah, nice. spot to be. Yeah, yeah, Winnipeg's a pretty great place to start too. Like mm-hmm. we have, yeah. uh, like rumors is always packed. So, and that's mm-hmm. a great club. Yeah. And the yeah. the owner or the manager is really, um, uh, really dialed into the local scene. Mm-hmm. And then the local shows are really well attended. Like for the first mm-hmm. several years of uh, us doing stand up, our open mics were like like a small bar packed with 50, 60 people. It was like a showcase sort of thing. Yeah, it really did feel like that. The only problem is that we didn't learn to grind and we we came to expect that. And and we we didn't learn how to, uh, we didn't necessarily develop the chops for lighter crowds or or Uh, get get those curveballs thrown at us. Right. But it is a great place to start. Because I think Mm -hmm. that like you got it. You have, you have to be in both situations. Like if you mm-hmm. are only in those really sparse situations, you develop a style that's all about yes. just keeping people's attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, that and you te- people tend to go like darker and edgier and yeah. Yep. And right. when you're, yeah, I mean, you have to develop, I mean, I, I feel like probably you've performed at place other, like on the road a bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you did there. You kind of learn how to grind. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, even uh, even us as a sketch group, like we almost had to like the first time we had a small audience was in Montreal and we were so right, unprepared right, right. for it. Yeah. Because we'd we like <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. like truly, like it sounds yeah. like, oh big you know, but it's like a- after that I felt like we consciously put ourselves in more of those situations yeah. to be like, yeah. okay, yeah. let's right. scale it down and and figure out small. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think I also, I've learned, like, there are a few shows that I was on where at the comedy club where it'd be like Halloween or like the fireworks night where like the, the no one comes. There's like 15 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you realize that those people really want there to be a show and everyone gets, you know, like, people get, the comics get down sometimes about, oh, there's only this many people. Uh, but yes. then once you break through the illusion that it matters at all. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Exactly. You're yeah. just like, it, yeah, you, you just kind of yeah. roll with it. I, there's so much of, I'm still like trying to work on this as a performer, but so much of being a performer is just being in the headspace where you're thinking that this doesn't really matter and yeah. it's just supposed to be fun. Like and yeah. it applies yeah. to so many situations because yes. when I, like I'm, I've done comedy long enough now that I no longer feel like an agenda to impose what I think is good comedy Right on, like, like in the sense that if I do road gigs or corporates, I'm like, I'm gonna try to say what I think will work and what these yeah. people will like. Yeah, because yeah. I know that like this is not the place to do this really abstract joker. Yes, mm-hmm. you know you're not gonna it. change anyone's opinion on like no. what real comedy is. Yeah, you're not yeah. getting yeah. a merit badge for yeah. yeah. You know. It's like the surfing mentality where you're like, I'm just gonna kind of try and like work with this energy yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah one of my biggest pet peeves for a stand-up show is when the host or even one of the comedians uh disparagingly remarks how few people are there on stage you know 
Like you don't think the crowd knows that they're not yeah. a big crowd, you know? Like Yeah. Who who is that for? You're just you're making it you're making it so much worse. I think yeah, you shouldn't despair. I think you can comment on it. You can say like, but you have to. You want to do it in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's you want to pretend like there it isn't a real show now because yeah, there's so few people. Don't shit on it because they yeah. came. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did a, a small uh, show once or like two weeks ago that was like a bachelor party that was four women who yeah. brought a dildo and uh, one. Uh, it was the dildos that, bachelor party? <laughs> it was the dildos bachelor party, yeah. <laughs> Just one. Just one. <laughs> it was actually it was actually a really fun group because they yeah. weren't they weren't like uh it it was they weren't head to toe in dick stuff. There was just one little dildo with a smiley face that had like a seat at the table. Yeah, you know? and it was like a it was one of those stress ball type uh, material things. You know, you're supposed they to just are, squeeze. You're honoring the theme, you know. Yes, yeah. yes. And then there was one woman who came by herself, who was like graduating, celebrating herself graduating from university or something like that recently. And then uh, uh, one other couple who were just like this sweet couple in their 50s. Like that was the show. It was a big room, but like everyone had all really good time. There are great. I've had great shows with a few number of people and terrible shows with full audience. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, man. So it really and also too, like you can't judge. I, when I started doing comedy, you'd look out at the crowd and be like, Okay, what are the like? How many young people are here? Yes, how many people totally. wearing glasses? And then we did a show once, and it was like I think the Friday early show, and it was the Grey Cup weekend in Vancouver. We're looking mm-hmm. out, we're seeing like all these CFL jer- jerseys, mm-hmm. and like smug, like us Vancouver comics were like, oh no, jokes. It was, I remember it just being great, and I was like, I'm never gonna judge an audience yes. by yes. what they are wearing or look like because mm-hmm. it's not. A lot of it has to do, it, it, like, co- the reception to comedy has a lot to do with, like, openness. Yeah. Right? yeah. Not, not even, like, intelligence. No. Yeah. Right? It's, they're no. very intelligent people who have terrible senses of humor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know who really loves cum jokes? Gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. fucking true. It's yeah. fucking yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Because <laughs> oh, so. they miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, remember when you used to shoot ropes on my chest? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jacob. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that uh, Jacob that you were moved for grad school. What uh, what was your track there? Um, I was doing like environmental economics. Not very. Mm. I guess I was like studying climate change stuff and I was like, oh, we're screwed. <laughs> They're new comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you did you complete the, the yeah. grad degree? Yeah, so you're I a did. master or a, I'm or a, a master. Doctor? I'm a master. No, no. Congratulations. I was like, no more school after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a good way. I mean it's it's a nice way to uh, get into comedy like because you kind of have the time in grad school. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Have you ever thought about writing them and requesting an honorary doctorate? Now that Maybe you're a, a Juno award-winning comedian, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you, you could just, get it. Just tweet at them and keep yeah. tweeting at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Demand answers. 
Your silence is violence. <laughs> what, so what yeah. got you into environmental science? Um, well, it was uh, let's not call it science. I wasn't. It was. It was more <laughs> our, more on the uh, policy side. Okay, got mm. me into that. Um, I, I honestly like. I found it to be an interesting problem. It seemed relevant, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was like. I kind of, I guess I kind of was like, oh, I'll do this next. I guess I, I kind of thought that maybe I wanted to do something like in academia or interesting or current yeah. issue. And I started doing comedy and I was like, oh no, I just want to like talk in front of people. Yeah. Like, forget being serious. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Did but you always I, have like a, an activism sort of side? Like, did that kind of draw you into it? Like, were you in high not, school clubs and stuff like that? Not really activists, but I guess I was interested in problems and like system, mm. how systems work. Mm. And especially complicated ones, like really complicated problems. Mm. And um, when, you, when you get into like climate change stuff, it's a lot of people, there's, a, you know, obviously a lot of feelings, strong feelings about it, a lot of, you know, it's a really pertinent issue. But yeah. Also, a lot of people don't do the basic math to figure out, like, how, you know, what the potential solutions are and what is a viable right. solution or what isn't. Um, what is a, what, how do we solve it? Let's solve it now. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, tell us what to do. <laughs> no more podcasts, first of all. <laughs> oh, no. Podcasts are, yeah. No really. sketch. <laughs> oh, shit. one shit. member maybe two um, <laughs> i don't know how to solve it but it's uh you know it's like it's like it involves the energy system of the world which is like it's like it's like when you replace like you know the pipes in your home but for the entire world Right, 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 right. right. Because like, you were hanging pictures willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so th- there have been a lot, there have been a few like um, books or like papers out there from like mm. scientists who have like thrown a lot of shade at like other scientists about like, like, come on, like, let's do the math here. Like, yeah, what you're talking about is ridiculous. Like, yeah, here's here's like how much actually needs to be done. Like it's like, you know, when an inconvenient truth came out, like Al Gore was like, if we just all get like more energy efficient, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll give you you another example. What drives me nuts, like totally nuts is that Mm -hmm. whenever people, there's like, I feel like I've heard this on the radio lately. It's like, what can I do as a consumer? to like help the planet right. and fight climate change. The answer is nothing. There's yeah. nothing you can do because this is a problem that involves governments making decisions about giant power plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's you can vote. That's that's basically <laughs> it. But otherwise, yeah. like it's about funding, it's about giving money to scientists to figure out some of these technical problems. And yeah. it's about like changing how we generate electricity. And yeah. so like as a consumer it's it, it, it's pretty ridiculous when companies are like trying to incentivize consumers to be more eco-friendly because it's like we're not the problem yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we don't own factories yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah <laughs> it's things got to be produced before you can buy it yeah, yeah. so you're saying yeah. we're off the hook yeah totally <laughs> <do whatever you want. laughs> is it true there is a country that uh that uh, gets all of their energy from incinerating their garbage. 
Have you heard about this? I don't know of all, but I know that in in Japan, for sure, they incinerate a lot of garbage. And yeah. They're like people are like very opposed. It's like an well, island country or something maybe. like that in Asia. People are very opposed to <laughs> garbage incineration, but yeah, <clears throat> private detectives. Sorry, it's not- <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to go through? <laughs> <laughs> and perverts <laughs> and dogs and raccoons. Yeah, oh, the yeah. raccoons. The, the <laughs> yeah, but the raccoons like the recycling, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the organics is like the organic separation is probably one of the best things that happened to the, you know, raccoon population. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah. the crust punk population. <laughs> what are crust punks? You don't know what a crust punk is? No. They're the, they're the dun- dumpster diving anarchists who live off of uh, discarded foods and such. I also didn't know what a crust punk was, so you're not alone. Mm. And I All doubt right. that Tim did either. I don't. I did. Rory seemed like he might. Well, no, I, I think you're lying. Only I, because of context clues in that Matt used to be one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. When I went to Halifax, it blew my fucking mind that they separated the food from the garbage. I was like, you're just making this easy. <laughs> <laughs> just like muffins sitting on top. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, and then you got to put too. the bows on top of the muffins. <laughs> then the gifts for the garbage man. That's yeah. the muffins, actually. What happens here, too, like we, we, we got a puppy right when the pandemic started. And you might hear him soon. But um, I'm waiting for him to walk in here. Hopefully, he makes an entrance. Have you we seen must... my tea? What happens is the crows, the crows go into the organics. They take out chicken bones uh. and they throw them like all over the city. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, which is not good for dogs. No, no. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They don't like that stuff. Man, oh, no. oh, there oh, he is. He comes in a little house coat, walking on his two hind legs. <laughs> I am Jesus. trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just give me one second. I got it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Come here. Please. Please. Mendel. <laughs> Mendel. Come here. Oh, yes. Oh, oh come on. Yes. Nice. That is. What's his name? Mendel. His name is Mendel. Oh, he's got like a grandma haircut. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Give him the queen." <laughs> he does look like a grandma. So you you've had that dog since it was a puppy? Oh yeah, since he was uh, eleven weeks. Oh. He's like two and a half now. Oh, so fully bonded. Oh yeah, very is bonded. Still, is still getting nutrients from your teats. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have we haven't uh, we haven't stopped breastfeeding. <laughs> Just be better outcomes. It's better for the environment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is so. Watch sweet. this. We got our dog. We got our dog at five years old. Peggy, don't don't move. Yeah, that's not no, necessarily a bad move. <laughs> Having a it will not come. <laughs> like. I didn't appreciate how hard having a puppy is. Yeah. No, it's I like, don't I definitely don't regret mm-hmm. getting her at her at, at an older age because I realized uh, when having her I was like, "Oh, I actually don't think that I would have had time or like patience for uh for a puppy, you know? Because mm-hmm. we we fostered a a puppy for like 2 weeks and I was like going out of my mind, you know? Oh yeah, it's like 
I I was I couldn't imagine how much better like what he's like now. What he, I like I I wouldn't have believed. <laughs> like there's no like like yo he's gonna like sleep for this long and yeah just like lie down and yeah times now where I'm like where is he and he's like oh lying over there and it's like that was not what it was like when he was a puppy yeah <laughs> you felt the presence everywhere <laughs> <laughs> like you can just feel the aura <laughs> or just like I like I'll, I'll I'll catch myself like there's a, there'll be like a pair of shoes on the ground. And I'll be like, I can't believe I'm able to do this again. Mm, right. Yeah. So how long did that take? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very gradual process, but like after about a year, you know, it's, it starts gradually. They start gradually calming down, but it's a very, mm. it's a gradual thing. Yeah. <laughs> Have you yeah. always been a dog guy, Jacob, or is this oh, your no. first one? First one? Oh, no. Yeah, it's my first one first i never had like major pets because um and a dog is a major pet yeah 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 it's like it's no minor league cat you know no yeah so we would have gotten a cat but i'm allergic Uh, we actually went to go uh see like because my my wife she really wanted to get like this before the pandemic she really wanted to get a pet Mm. and and then we were like, okay, maybe we have to get like a hypoallergenic cat, which yeah. turns out don't exist really. Wow. And so what we went to Devin Rex, aren't, aren't they hyper? But they're there's probably no, really hard to get. Yeah, there's none that are like truly hypoallergenic, and yeah. But we well, went to go see one that supposedly, uh, and it still. Was, and I had like the worst reaction of. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, like my eyes like popped up like crazy. <laughs> it was really. <laughs> yeah, I'm allergic to cats too, but I still smooch the shit out of uh, Rory's cat every time I see him because he's he's so cute. And like every time I tell myself before going in, and I'm like, just 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 don't rub your face against him. But every yeah. time, like, how can I not? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Just is, don't I like, fall in love. <laughs> I like cats. That's the- yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> the can't see it. That's a nice cat. <laughs> I like cats too. I like it's just that, yeah, it's, I have to be careful about touching my face. Yeah. 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 Which we know from the pandemic is very hard. And that's no kind of life to live. No. I, t- I, I got to touch my face. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen this face? Ooh, baby. I, yeah, I got to touch other people's face. <laughs> <laughs> the face toucher. So is your dog hypoallergenic? He is. He hasn't shed at all. Nice. Oh, Can you imagine going up to someone like, I'm a hugger. Oops. I'm a hugger, <laughs> but it's like, I'm a face toucher. <laughs> there you yeah, are, Peter. You know how in, uh, in in France or Quebec, they kiss both cheeks? Like, oh, well, yeah, where yeah. I come from, we touch faces. <laughs> <laughs> we headbutt. <laughs> Have you guys ever done that thing where you, you wrap your mouth around it could be a friend or a partner around their nose and blow through it. And then yeah. the air comes through the mouth. No. Yeah. Oh, Rory, you got to try it. Okay. It's, it's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Next time won't do it. gets COVID, we'll, uh, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Blow it out the mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jacob, have you tried that? No. Putting well, your mouth over your partner's nose. How do you do it? So you just wrap 
put you your, got to create a seal yeah. around the mouth this that around the nose with the mouth this is the mouth it yeah. goes around the nose and then you blow out and then their tongue can't do anything except waggle <laughs> air comes out their mouth yeah. like a air starts pot. coming out their mouth it's hilarious it's hilarious you want to be you want to be the receiver not the giver it sounds counterintuitive. Yeah, it's no, so, you got to have so that coming out of your mouth. I like giving it to Tim. I like doing it to Tim, <laughs> but he doesn't like being the receiver. Oh, oh my mm. God. Oh, this it sounds so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, it is. It, it <laughs> has no. Yeah, it is. I'll take like one quick, like 10 second break because he walked out and I just want to make sure he didn't crash. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Of course. Yeah. The Windsor Hotel keeps calling me. Oh. Well, why are you ignoring it? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably an because emergency. We <laughs> probably need an emergency comic. Yeah. <laughs> They're calling me for a third time. Just pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right answer it right on, on live on the air. Live on the air. Hello? Speaker phone. Hello? D? Yes? Hi. D is Wayne. Okay. How are you, how are you doing? No, this is this is Dana. Did you did you? I think you have the wrong number. Uh, okay, it is a three nine three nine six. Uh huh. Three two six two. Yeah. Okay, I gotta give you the wrong number then. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, I was getting like someone put like I'm getting the wrong number calls because someone put my number. On like their resume. Oh, oh no! one called me, and I was like, "Yeah, you should not hire this person, dude." <laughs> they came in. They have another phone number. That is funny. They were absolutely just trying to collect EI. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one yeah. thing I would do. Was I would I would just fuck up my resume. I would put uh, good attention to detail. <laughs> Fooling. Hey, uh, do you guys want to play a game of two truths and a lie? Hell yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. For the uninitiated, two truths and a lie is this wonderful game that we love to play on the Hunks podcast where one of us gives three statements, two of which are true one of which is a lie, and everybody else has to figure it out or die. Uh, this week, Jacob Samuel is going to favor us with the three statements. Jacob, take it away. Okay. In no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> my strategy when I have to, I'm not, I'm not a good liar. My strategy, like in games, like, you know, like Mafia, when I have to lie, it's just a, mm. it's just a ham everything up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Um, okay, so here they are. But, um, uh, so first, um, my first concert ever was the Backstreet Boys. Okay. Love okay. it. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. Second, um, I once spent a summer living in rural Kenya. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Okay. And um, the third is that I've been retweeted by uh, famed documentary filmmaker Ken Burns. Oh, okay. These are good. Yeah. I think the first one's a lie. I think the second two are truths because nope. what? 
what was the first one? Remind us. First one was Backstreet Boys. Ah, uh, yes. I feel like it was like NSYNC or something like that. Yeah. Although Backstreet yeah, Boys notorious tourers. You know, I feel yeah, like they won't yeah. stop. They yeah, no, it. truly. Like, I feel like everyone I know saw Backstreet Boys, mm-hmm. but no one I know saw NSYNC. So that tells me. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's they were like, just here. And then like three months later, you're like, Backstreet's back? I, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I guess I it's kind the of millennium. Believe I believe um, that because, uh, I mean, just. I'm you believe making, the Backstreet Boys won. I, I'm making a judgment call here, but just looking at you, Jacob, I can't imagine that. I don't see you as being a Backstreet Boys fan, but most people's first concert is not of their own choosing or of their own mm. liking. Surely it makes sense, but okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? Would this, was the second one part of like Canada World World Youth? That's what something? I was thinking. Katimovic or something. No. Yeah. No? No. No, mm. at least, no, it was it was like a university internship, like summer okay so not really but okay okay, okay. environmental it was, it was funded by the government oh okay 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 okay, okay. and we didn't say okay. which government so. yeah exactly mm. yeah mm-hmm. oh, bold move mm. um and, the and then the third one, one what was that that was the retweeted by Ken Burns. Oh, baby. Right. Yes. His tweets zoom in and yeah. scroll across the screen. <laughs> yeah, it takes seven hours. <laughs> the seven hour retweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, broke, he broke your tweet into eight parts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about country music. Yeah. Matt, it's more than just that. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. That one, ah, that one's very specific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm. Um, I feel like uh, I feel God, like I'm Ken Burns would go for the type of witticisms that uh, Jacob uh, so expertly crafts. Um, my gut is telling me that the that the Ken Burns. My gut is telling me that the Ken Burns one is a lie. I, I don't. Mm. I think he retweeted Ken Burns. <laughs> 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 and he hasn't stopped telling people about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Rory, what do you what do you think in there? Oh man, I'm feeling like Ken Burns is a lie as well. Cause Backstreet Boys, it just like tracks the It does track. The the time frame and the like you said, Matt, like not even that it's not necessarily of your own choosing, but it's just like or I'll your go to first, anything. Yeah, exactly. Your first concert is just like, it's an event, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. a mm-hmm. thing that's happening that's like, I'm the age to go to a thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's exciting. It's your first concert. It doesn't yeah, exactly. matter who's playing. No, it no, doesn't matter. Someone mm-hmm. got you these tickets. Yeah. 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 Also, the Backstreet Boys broke when I was in like, I don't know, grade four. Or yeah, like exactly. Five. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I bet you that would be an amazing concert. Back when they were doing their choreo and there would have yeah. been like friggin' fireworks and stuff. Oh, yeah, come yeah. on. Before totally. they were all set on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, spending a summer in rural Kenya, that just, that, that rings true to me. Um, and I think, yeah, I think, I think the Ken Burns retweet is a lie. Maybe you were retweeted by like Errol Morris or Werner Herzog or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Errol Morris. Fuck, I, I'm I'm immediately collapsing in on myself, and I think that the Backstreet Boy wanted the lie, but I'm going to stick with my initial. Let's stick with our initial ones because I'm doing the same, Tim, and so it's yeah. okay. They're all it's so okay. perfectly simple. It's really yeah. well played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Matt, what do you think? Uh, 
Uh, you know what? I'm kind of second guessing the Backstreet Boys one now, but uh, if we're sticking with what we originally said, I said I believed it. I'm going to go with that. And then I think the rural Kenya one is true. So then ah, Ken Burns would be a lie, but I ha- I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm going to say that the Ken Burns is the lie just for the game, but in my heart, I yeah. think Ken Burns and rural Kenya are both true. Mm-hmm. In the yeah. game, you have so. to pick one. I, yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm, I'm picking Ken Burns the lie. Okay. Uh, so are we all locked in? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you reveal them as you see fit, Jacob? Well, you should have followed your gut. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, my first, uh, my first concert, which I was actually like embarrassed about for a while, but now like I feel very proud of, was Weird Al. Oh, hey, that was good. That's yeah. a great Perfect one. first concert. Yeah. I won. Yeah. My, my like my best friend's first concert was Backstreet Boys. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice, that, nice, that also nice, tracks. Nice, but nice. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, about the other things. So th- this is don't take advantage of this. But uh, Ken Burns really likes cartoons about Ken's Ken Burns. Draw <laughs> 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 a cartoon about Ken Burns. He will probably. And you tag him, like he'll probably be pretty into it, and will probably retweet it if it's good. And he might <sighs> even buy it from you. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! Is that what happened? Yeah. No oh, that's way! Awesome. That's I knew, like, so Ken Burns, cool. His assistant got in touch with me. He's like, you know, Ken actually connect, collects like cartoons about himself. What? <laughs> what a coincidence! Me too. <laughs> and you know what? So does Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a cool <laughs> fact about Ken Burns. No uh, kidding. That's so yeah. cool. weird, yeah. but you're but it's it's not like anyone could do a cartoon or a drawing of Ken Burns. Like you're a you're an accomplished cartoonist. Yeah, I mean, like, like right? kind of like a funny, witty cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I have your book. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Loved it. So tell us about rural Kenya. Yeah, yeah. So when I was uh, in undergrad, I, I did this like internship program where I was in rural Kenya working for like these professors and an NGO, not really being very useful, but it was this crazy program that like could only exist under a liberal government. (laughs) But but it it was like, I I was able to get funding for it because I guess there was like one of these programs where they have a pool of funding and they just need to give it out. But then we were given like, basically like a, a government level per diem like for food nice so which is like was like 50 dollars canadian and i'm living in rural kenya yeah mm-hmm. like not a lot of currencies out there like it caught like you struggle to spend like five dollars a day yeah, yeah. that's like oh. a cow yeah, yeah. right right so that was what was the, know, it, uh, it was great. Also, when, when you're like a white guy, yeah, certain countries in rural Africa, not not all of them, mm, but yeah. some of them, like it's like you're a celebrity. Like everyone, because they all watch Western. Like they have oh had, shit. I don't know what it's like now. Like, but they like you can go into videos. They have video stores like bootleg DVDs of everything. Oh wow! Hmm. And. So they're all watching, like, they're all, like, watching, at the time, like, they're all watching 24. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? And so they, they, they're just, like, they're just, like, yeah, like, you're, like, to us, you're, like, a TV Jack Bauer. star. Like, that's all the where we see, like, 
you know, most like it's different with a bit different with white women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But as a How white, is it? Like, well, just because they're not, well, they're not in like they're used to women not dressing like how Western women dress. Right. Mm-hmm. So when Western way, like most Western women would typically dress there, they're like, are you like a stripper? Like, right. Right. Mm, right. Um, and they're just also more misogynist, like, right. Too. So they just, yeah. they, so like with like, they're just like, Oh, do you have a husband? If you don't have a husband, I'm going to like hit on you. Right. Mm, right. Right. But, but if Jacob shows up in fishnets and jean yeah. shorts, no one They're bats like, I eye. guess that's how celebrities <laughs> are now. <laughs> but like, too, yeah, too tough. yeah, like elementary school is like I would empty out. I'd walk by. Wow. Wow. It was like being the Beatles. <laughs> Teachers like everybody stop what yeah. you're doing. Look up, up from your desks and out the window <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. And, and it's Ross. The, the other thing too is that uh, <laughs> in like i guess in either well swahili is like the general language but there's like right. local dialects but right the equivalent like like name like this name that sounded the most similar was like jakufu or something like that or but mm. like but then or like we had a woman who was delivering like milk every day and she kept on calling me jack off <laughs> <laughs> she knew yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know what I'm saying. Are you sure that was milk? <laughs> Jack was, here. It was crazy then too. Like I lost, like, and everyone knows everything going on. Like I lost like a thumb drive, or someone took it. Oh wow! They just mentioned it to one person, then I got it like back the next day. Whoa! Whoa. Wow! Wow! But, and also, what's crazy? And then you have like in. Like where I was staying, like they had the electricity and stuff, and like there were two banks and like ATMs. Mm. And like we go in the ATM, there's like a guy with like a huge machine gun, you know, like which is because yeah, yeah, guarding it. Yeah. And the first, and I didn't realize there that like the ATMs, they like if you don't take your card right away when it spits it out, it like like sucks it back like really quickly. Really? Oh, yeah. And so that. when I first used an ATM to get like cash, that happened, and I was like, "Oh no!" Like, <laughs> you know, like I need that's like my debit card. Yeah. And then like, and then they're like, "Okay, go talk to like the bank manager the next day." What? And like, so I go to the office of the bank, and he's like sitting there, and he's like, "Show me some ID," and it's just like, it's like, it's like you know, he's like, "Let me see your ID." And he's like looking at it, like looking at the card, like looking at me, like like <laughs> for like <laughs> minutes. It's just like two miles to the Canadian debit card here man like, <laughs> like it's me yeah <laughs> what was uh what was your living situation like we were like i guess the like the organization like rented a house that was on the property of these other people mm. but oh, okay it was it, so we, we were living we were, we were in like this a house and there was like there was one like toilet that was like into the plumbing system and it was just kind of like a concrete thing like mm. you know but it was like pretty good for there mm-hmm. and then um but also too like there was animals ever like there were like chickens and like and they were like what do we do with our garbage with our organics they're like yeah you just throw it to the chickens oh mm-hmm. and then what they also didn't tell us is no one mentioned that 
there was a full-grown bull that they rented out during the day that like slept in the front yard. What? Yeah. What? So, like a so, like, the bowl? first night, yeah, like, the first night, I, like, throw the garbage, and I just hear, like, a giant animal, like, and <gasps> it's, like, black, I can't see. I'm just like, what? Oh, my you know? God. Whoa. Maybe oh it was a God. cow. I don't know. It had horns. It's probably, maybe it was just a cow, but you're just still, it's like. Still. Still that, it's bigger than you and it has head weapons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Did, did you, you get touch to, it? No, I never touched it. No, but I did. There, there was a chicken that had like uh, that had chicks, and then I was trying really hard to catch one. <laughs> yeah, I finally did. Chick? Yeah, because they'll attack you, right? If you try to take their chicks. Sure, yeah. yeah, chickens can be really aggressive. Yeah. Sure. Um. So what was the um? What was the what was the food like there? Like the typical meals and stuff like that. Um. Well, you have. I forget. I forget what it's called. But basically, the staple food is like what they call maize, and it's like um, like cornmeal, like ground up corn, and then you right. boil it. Okay. And then what you do is you like use that as your spoon for like other stuff. Oh, so oh you kind okay. of take that and you like use that to sp- and like you make it's is a it lot like of a like spongy kind of bread sort of thing. Yeah, isn't no? That's Ethiopian. It's more right, like yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It's it comes more like it's more like a like a mold or like clay or um, okay. and it's kind of like tasteless Interesting. And, but you kind of grow to like it yeah and there's a lot of like there's like there's a lot of like there's like a lot of spaghetti like dried pasta and oh like, yeah yeah there's a, there's a lot of like fresh fruits and vegetables so we made a lot yeah. of like pasta sauce and you just love it but then also like like the real game changer was initially we had like we're getting beans. I know how long it took. I was still like, I was like 21 or 22. I know how long it took to cook beans from like dried. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Then like, so friend there was like, Oh no, there's like a, there's a place where you go. There's like a woman who cooks this giant pot of beans and that's how Uh you get like fresh beans. Yeah. Oh, it's like bean stuff. And then like, you know, like, and then like beef, but they the beef, like they're like cutting it up that day. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not, it's like tough to cook it really well. The best food I had, my favorite food there was a Ugandan food. Mm. They they do this like they because they do a lot of stuff with like types of plantains, like oh, yeah, yeah. sweet banana, bananas that kind of taste like potatoes. Right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, like the thing I got really into there, or that blew my mind, was like there's all these different species of bananas. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah. And I can't tell them apart. I'd be like, what? To like. The, my friends there, I'd be like, "What's the kind of banana is that?" They'd be like, "Oh, that's this kind of banana." I'm like, "What's that?" And I was like, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> is it different? Like, it's it's like a- apples to us, where we have different yeah. kinds of apples. Yeah, hmm. exactly. Huh. Did you get to go to any of the? Did you get to go to Nairobi at all, or did you just spend yeah. your time in? Oh yeah, what was that like? Um, it was like. It's it interesting. It, it's weird because there's certain parts of it that are like like the suburbs where the like white people live and people who are like expats, but not mm-hmm. that many local white people there. But hmm. people who are like there work for NGOs, the UN, whatever right. Western organizations, like are like very. There's like gated, you know, communities. There's like malls that are just like here, you know, basically <laughs> just hotter, obviously. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also like, there's so many things that are. That you, but then like randomly, you'll have like people herding cattle through the street, <laughs> right? Then you and then every, the transportation is these things called the tattoos, which are like these small microbuses, and like oh, some yeah. of them are like party ones. <laughs> like, <laughs> crazy lights and stuff it's <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild huh. had you already started doing comedy before you went there no no that okay. was like but it was kind of like pre-com yeah yes pre-com <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of pivotal because i like i was with people that you know i that i didn't know beforehand yeah and like they thought i was pretty funny oh shit, and yeah when I was growing up, I was never like the funny, I was always very interested in comedy, but I was never like funny in front of people. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, Oh, maybe if I moved, if I got a, kind of out of my social yes. milieu, I could like see where it, if this that. is something. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It could be this person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I also like, uh, I mumbled a lot when I was mm. younger and I still do. So people mm. were always, like if, if people I grew up with, no one was encouraging me to do stand-up comedy. Mm. But that way, yeah, if you, yeah. people at the time were like, should you do stand-up comedy? They're like, no, I can't understand like half of what you say. <laughs> <laughs> and initially it actually like fueled me out of like, there's spite. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah, it worked out great, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now when I mail pictures of me and my Juno to certain people. <laughs> I was like, remember when you said that I don't speak well? <laughs> I got an was, award for yeah, speaking well. <laughs> Canada disagrees. <laughs> well, I think that brings us pretty much to the end of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Thanks so much for joining us, Jacob. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of that award-winning album, uh, it's called Horsepower. Pe- where can people get it? They can get it on any streaming service because you're not buying it. Why would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you print any CDs of it? Do you have no, physical no, copies? No, 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 no. Nice. No? Well, yeah, why? Yeah, why? Well, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Well, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty... I don't know that Tim will. <laughs> yeah. Even the internet has blurted out. <laughs> uh, and where can people find you online, Jacob? Um, they can find me mainly, I guess, on Instagram at, at by Jacob Samuel, by Jacob Samuel, or my website, byjacobsamuel.com. Nice. And uh, same on Twitter, same handle everywhere. Okay. For pri- for Pride Month, do you change it to B I? <laughs> I don't look. I, I no. I'm not, I, can't to be, I can't be pretend to be bisexual. I just like. Why would I? I don't want to. I don't want to jump on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is it? You don't want to be like, like TD Bank. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh well and you can find us uh online anywhere at hunks comedy and get our album also not on cd uh it's called mouth beef uh you can get that on bandcamp at hunks comedy on bandcamp uh thanks again for joining us jacob that was uh, a blast Mm -hmm. thanks for having me yeah thanks Mm -hmm. a lot yeah man love that album horsepower it is like it is so wonderful did you where did you record that sorry to keep you uh, for one oh yeah no, I, I got nothing to do 
<laughs> did you record it at the mix before they shut down? No, no. Oh, unfortunately, oh, oh. unfortunately I did it at Yak Yaks here, which is mm-hmm. also a pretty good room. Yeah, yeah. Shut down. Nice tight um, little room. But I was I was very like in the lat in like 2019. I was very like I'm like got to get a headline weekend because I want to record and I want to get like some people do it in fewer shows and I really wanted to be able to get like four shows okay for the editing yeah um because it helps it's like to get more totally yeah like it's it's hard because i i wish i i really i wish i could have done like when you having done it you're like oh i wish i could have done like run this 10 times and then recorded it sure yeah 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 yeah. you know it's it's hard it's like hard to get that many long sets yeah here right and Mm -hmm. It like I got to the point where like talking to some like friends who are more experienced comics, they're like, it's like, it's like, yeah, record the album. Like, you know, don't yeah. some people wait, have waited and you're like, it's you're kind of leaving money on the table. And yeah. Plus, like, yeah. What else it can do for you. It's nice to have yeah. like a recording of your whole act too. Absolutely. People like don't always, like, a lot of times people don't listen or watch things in its entirety. Like, I love listening right. to other people's albums because I like hear all their material. Yeah. That, like, oh yeah. Like they like they do have like forty five minutes. Like yeah, just, yeah. Like, smaller chunks. Yeah, I mean, people can always have regrets after you put on an album. Like ah, oh, now I th- this bit I do a little bit differently, or I thought I you know whatever. But it's like a perfect capsule of uh, of where you were as yeah. a comedian at that time. And I mean. I honestly put that album up there with like a like a Mitch Hedberg or like I think it's a fucking classic and I mean oh thank a you a real That's classic really nice. it is it is so well written so well delivered the crowd response is just juicy and wonderful and and yeah it's I think it's, well like I mean it's like that's like ten years of work on that material mm-hmm. so stay away from yeah. the next album <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it. And like I really like honed a lot of that stuff. Plus, like I edited out I think ten to fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah, because it, it like like I was pretty involved in the editing. Okay. And I was like, yeah, like you're all, like like you're on the fence about making certain cuts, and you're like, yeah, but I'm only gonna make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I yeah. cut out like the weakest yeah. thing. Yeah. And, for sure. And the best advice I got, like Ivan, I think at the beginning of like 2019, he was like, look, you're going to record an album. You're going to hate it, but you'll be happy you did it. Yeah. And that's what I tell other people. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, you're never, you're good. I hear the mistakes on it. Yeah. And like, there's stuff that I wish I could record slightly differently, but yeah, you got to just do it and move on. Yeah, it's totally. like uh, it's like my parents with having kids, you know, the same. <laughs> <laughs> they hear the mistakes. Mm-hmm. They see Plus, them like, every day. And, and, well, not every day, once a month. Yeah. <laughs> and, al- and also, I think it's like you owe it to, if you've been doing it for a while, you owe it to yourself to have yeah. like a record of what you. Hundred percent. Because like a lot of people, like I like to say in Canada, there's like two, there's two like roads in stand in comedy. There's mm. like success and failure. And then they both lead to quitting. Like they converge again. <laughs> and then uh, you get older and, both, and it doesn't matter. Both the people who are successful and failures all fail. <laughs> like that's, that's the fate of being a Canadian comedian. Like, unless, unless you're going to the US. Like so you might as well, you know, capture that. Like there's got like there's yeah. 
there's guys now doing like in stand up who are like kind of the like the old guard of Canadian comedy who are still around. Yeah. And some of them like you know their acts aren't as don't do as well as they used to, but mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, I wish there was a recording from like the 80s." Yeah. Because mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. like those guys right, and women like they 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 definitely killed that. Yeah. And, like, you know, you're talking about Graham Clark? <laughs> oh, no, he's so I'm just no, but he needs to uh, put on an album. Oh, well, I, mean, I would. He, I think, I, yeah, I would love for him to put out the phone book show. I think he, he has yeah. like three albums recorded. He just needs to. The phone book show, yeah, is so, so good. So it's brilliant. like I've never seen such a master class in doing Truly. and writing stand up because it's Truly. just like he's like took the most boring thing. Yeah, and he wrote yeah. like a whole hour about it, and there's great, there's jokes I still, yeah, think like like his joke about the like the the like, number for like air or naval disaster yeah. or something. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's like it was on a plane crashing into a boat. Oh, the eight one one. No, that's for rashes. <laughs> it's, it's a good. It's like oh, it's yeah. They're just such, yeah. I don't know. I, I love, <laughs> like, there's so many great comics in Vancouver. Like, they have such great joke construction that, like, yeah. I, I owe all those people a lot of credit because you really see. It's a great example of how to do it. Yeah, it's a cool scene you know. to grow up in, sort of thing. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for don't being leave. the guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really happy we got to do this. Yeah, me too, man. It was a blast. Long time coming. Bye. 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 (laughs) Hunts is a sketch comedy group from Winnipeg. Got it? They are Rory Fallis, Tim Gray, Matt Nightingale, and Dana Smith. Episodes are produced and recorded each two weeks from their homes in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Additional production and sound design, music stuff, crap like that, by me, Rusty Robot, at my home. Thanks again to this week's special guest, and tune in again in two weeks' time for another super amazing special guest that's going to blow your freaking minds. Thanks again, everyone. Listen and subscribe wherever you're listening to this and subscribing to this right now, and we'll see you again in two weeks' time. Have a great two weeks. Okay, bye! Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.